0: Hey gang. Welcome back to the Let's Level Up podcast. I'm your host Rick Perez, Ricky Perez, the Rickmeister, Rick Meister, Rickarino, Richter, whatever you want to call me. At Let's Level Up on all things social media or letslevelup.net. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Our first of the year 2020. My goodness, am I becoming a fossil? It's just like time keeps going by. And I get older. Things start to hurt that didn't used to hurt. I actually got a lot to talk about in this episode. It's, um, I don't, it's very interesting. I'm in a very interesting time in my life, both gaming-wise, um, um, uh, professionally, and, and everything in between. Uh, first and foremost, I hope everyone had a great holiday um i've taken the last couple months to kind of uh focus on a few key work projects that i had going on uh which we wrapped up really nicely uh last year which is cool very excited about what we're doing in 2020 um but i won't i won't won't talk about work um let's talk about gaming let's talk about things that we are that we're super passionate about although you know i am for the record very passionate about what i do um that's not why you're listening to this podcast Right, uh, you listen to this podcast to get all the cool gossip and and information and news and, and, and reviews about games and maybe pro wrestling. Who knows? I got some pro wrestling fans out there. Not that I have fans, but people that listen to this podcast also are fans of pro wrestling. You may you may be interested in my takes on what's going on. Uh, so we may talk about that a little bit. Um, I want to talk about some video games first and foremost. I have. I'm um, not going to call it a New Year's resolution because I, I don't like resolutions. Um, for the reason why I don't like a lot of trends um, is that people tend to just kind of throw out resolutions or jump on trends and then they stop. And there's never really, it never really means anything. And, uh, you know, we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> to, to put our energy into things that don't mean anything. So, before New Year's, actually, on Christmas, I, I got my wife a, a Switch game a, 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 uh, called, Ring, called Ring Fit Adventure. Speak of the devil. Just got a text. It just says, yeah, which is great. Um, I got her Ring Fit Adventure for Switch. My wife loves working out. Um, she's, very, she's very health conscious. Um... You know, three three children now. Um, she has she's, um, birthed, and uh, you know that that does a toll on anyone's body. I know it did a lot on mine, and I didn't have to birth anything. Um, uh, and, you know, but she's always she's always I think a little bit worried about that, um, even though for the record, she's the most beautiful woman in the world. Uh, and I don't know if she ever listens to this, but if she does hopefully that made her happy right there And I mean it. I mean she is just drop-dead gorgeous um, So I've never I don't know I've never had a problem with, But I know she's always been a little conscious especially post post kiddos So anyways, I wanted I wanted to find something that you know would maybe get her a bit more involved in the hobby of gaming um, But also would you know provide a good workout in the reviews of refit a uh, ring fit adventure? Um, Have been stellar. I mean everyone who plays the game says it's a it's a real workout. So I was stoked to get her that Um, She used it a couple times and she's she's steady on using it now But after the first couple times she gave me her review and said it was really fun and she enjoyed it so I tried it out and I tried it out New Year's Eve and on the first boss right you fight a guy named Drago Drago maybe he is a dragon who's a fitness <laughs> guy. Apparently he was a little puny dragon, but now he's a huge buff dragon. Um, and you're trying to help the ring get its powers back because Drago has somehow perverted the world. And um, there's a storyline there and questing and whatnot involved. Uh, anyway, so I'm doing the first set of thing, And it's basically a bunch of squats and uh, um, upper body exercises and a couple yoga poses and um, I think some some knee lifts and running. And um, you go through a few levels of that, and you know, I'm a big guy 300, 300 plus pounds. Um, and uh, I don't know, I may be a little under 300 now, anyway. Still very large, I'd have to cut weight to fight in the UFC heavyweight division, which is a problem for me, <laughs> right? The problem for anybody, I think. Um, so. Anyway, so I go through the first couple stages. I'm fighting this boss, and I get his health down about 50%, and I'm on the floor doing these these knee raises, and I go to stand up, and I just get super dizzy, and I just feel like I'm about to pass out. I'm about to throw up. I'm going to be sick. So I kind of roll over to my stomach, and I'm just kind of laying there for a second, and my body kicks in and you know I am instantly just drenched in just like this cold sweat and I guess my body trying to cool itself down and um, so after a couple minutes I I get back up and I'm about to take my leg strap off with this boss at 50 percent and for some reason I just said you know what no let's finish this guy so I get through the rest of this workout which is another I think three or four like sets of exercises which is anywhere between like eight yoga poses or like 15 air squats or something like that and I finish it and I am exhausted and um, I just feel so emasculated and just so completely down on myself Um, it's my initial reaction Like I've gotten myself to a point where I can't even play a video game for 20 minutes <laughs> this exercise game uh and granted i was doing it on the intense difficulty right um and anyway, I, I felt really bad for like that first hour and then um something clicked there was a moment when i went when i reached down to my leg to pull off that leg strap to quit there was there was a decision i made i could have absolutely quit um but i didn't in a couple hours after the fact, you know, after I'm down on myself, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking, golly. You didn't quit. You finished it. Now, granted, this is the first boss. Uh, of many. Right? This is the first world. There's three parts of this thing. And it's just like an intro of how the systems work, basically. Like any RPG. But I didn't. I didn't quit on myself. And that was... Uh, I don't know. I think a very telling point in my life because, um, a couple of years ago, I would have just quit and been like, ah, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, but something, something wanted me to, to keep going. And I'm very thankful for that because I have, I've been doing it every other day since New Year's Eve. Uh, by the way, my New Year's day was miserable. So sore. Oh my gosh. Just incredibly sore. Um. Uh, but I've been doing it every other day, and I feel great right now. I've got more energy than I typically have had. Um, I feel like I, I... I don't know. It's only been five sessions. I've already burnt almost a 1,000 calories according to the little app counter, uh, which is super cool. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I, I'm lighter on my feet as well. Like, I've got more energy. I can move around. It doesn't just suck to lug my body around. And I think possibly... What's happened is, um, you know, I live a pretty sedentary lifestyle. I work, I work from home. Um, uh, I don't set times to really move around throughout the day like I should be. Um, I stand and work sometimes, but most of the time I'm sitting. And you know, my favorite hobbies involve sitting around a game table, or sitting in front of a Xbox, or uh, you know, not moving, (laughs) watching movies or whatever the case is. So again, kind of a long way to say, Ring Fit Adventure is a real workout and it's real fun, and it's not a New Year's resolution, but I think I'm going to try to lose some weight. At least I want to get to the point where I can go play a game of basketball, and not have to worry about freaking out and passing out, you know? Like I want to just I want to be a little healthier, and I want my kids to see that and kind of start start being a little healthier, right? So that way they don't grow up and are overweight because that's what dad was you know because you know at the end of the day your children and i hope everybody realizes of your parent but boy do they have an uncanny way of of absorbing our behaviors and our lifestyles i mean um i know lots of vegan parents who have vegan children i know a lot of christian parents who happen to have christian children it's just a way, you know. Children want to be like their parents, and um, you know we need to be mindful of that. And if you if you're sitting around all day, then to me, that's probably a problem. Especially if you got kiddos who are then going to sit around all day. It's not great for your health. But what am I? What do I know? You know, I don't know a lot. Um, unless we're talking about board games, horror movies, or pro wrestling, uh, then I like to tip my hat. <laughs> Throw my hat into that ring, uh, but anyway, that's that's my non-resolution resolution for the year is just to move around. I think I'm gonna start doing every day next week. Right now, I've been doing every other day. I'm gonna go with every day, at least 30 minutes of physical activity or 30 minutes of ring fit, and we'll see what happens. Um, the game itself is neat. It's got a, it's got a equipment system. You can go to town. You can buy new equipment and that increases your attack and defensive traits. Um, each type of exercise has a, a type of damage that it deals. Um, you know, upper body deals red damage, legs deal blue damage, yoga deals green damage. Um, there's core exercises that do yell damage, and monsters are color coded. So if you do an exercise on them that matches their color, they take more damage, um, which is kind of a neat little system. Um, there's little mini games sprinkled in throughout each of the worlds, and it's just, a, it's, I don't know, it's really fun. I'm on world five now. And I think five, maybe i world four. Anyway, uh, and there's still a ton of game left to be played, and I'm I'm really stoked. Solid, solid. If you've got the 79 bucks or whatever it costs, I highly recommend you pick it up. It's very cool. Um, and hopefully, I don't know, maybe, you know, I've got big arms, but hopefully they're starting to. Be, I'm flexing right now. If you can't hear the the strain, um, start getting a little more definition in my arms, back to where I used to have. Um, I think that'd be cool. But anyways, that's what I'm doing video game-wise right now. Um, There's also a lot of Xbox stuff I've been playing, but... uh, Nothing that almost made me pass out. (laughs) Nothing so intense that I almost blacked out uh, while playing. Uh, Board game-wise, I am obsessed with two games right now. Um, They are both Asmodee... I think subsidiaries one fantasy flight one atomic mass games uh, and they both have the Marvel license on them So let's talk about the first one Marvel Champions the living card game uh, when this game was announced uh, I think at origins last year or maybe it was Gen Con I don't remember which one um, There was a lot of initial reaction that it was a lot like the Lord of the Rings or the um, Call of Cthulhu living card games that Fantasy Flight had. And there may be a fair comparison on that being your initial reaction. Um, I think the systems are similar to the point where you can draw that comparison, but different enough that it does stand on its own outside of just the theme. And boy, I will say this. I I own the Call of Cthulhu game, and I own Arkham Horror. And I own do I own the Lord of the Rings one? Maybe not, but I played the the Fantasy Flight Interactive Lord of the Rings console game. Um, I guess rest in peace to Fantasy Flight Interactive, that sucks. Um, for those that don't know, they just I think they just permanently called called a close to that that wing of Fantasy Flight. Um, and they're not gonna be doing that anymore. Um Layoffs and whatnot is really, really gross. Really gross side of business that sucks uh, for creators. Um, Anyway, uh, this is by and far one of my favorite games. It's the first game since KeyForge, coincidentally also Fantasy Flight, that when I first played it, the weekend that I got the game, I played it seven times. And um, for tabletop gaming, that's a bit unheard of. For a tabletop gamer like myself who has hundreds and hundreds of games, that's something you just don't do. You get, you get a play-in. If it's great, you play it once a week, a couple times a week. But you don't play it seven times in a weekend, traditionally. Uh, again, your mileage may vary there. May, you may play things differently, but that's, that's my experience, anyway. Um, the game at its core is a fully co-op, one-to-four-player game where a group of superheroes uh, take on a villain. And the villain is trying to um, uh, get away with their scheme whatever their scheme may be, and there are different um, events that can occur that make things harder. Uh, you build a deck of cards uh, including your including some neutral cards and your whatever your hero's deck is, right which is usually about 20 cards or 25 cards, something like that. And then one of a particular type of card. Uh, there's the red aggression cards, which is a lot of them doing damage. Um, There's blue leadership, which have a lot of ally-type cards in them. Um, There's green, which is protection, and there's a lot of healing and different uh, damage mitigation cards built into that. And then there is uh, yellow, which is justice, and the the justice deck happens to deal a lot with uh, thwarting uh, people's schemes, um, which is cool. It's kind of the opposite of, of red. Uh, So to win the game, you have to defeat the villain prior to them either defeating all the heroes or uh, Finishing their last scheme in their scheme deck and um, You start with I think there's three included in the base set uh, three villains there's Rhino there's um, Claw and Ultron and each of those has an expert mode Uh, And there's a few modular card sets that you can put in the villain deck when you're making it that makes it always fresh. Um, There's a chance that you bring in your hero's nemesis into the ring, which will really, really mess things up for you. Uh, And um, now there's actually Green Goblin as well. And Green Goblin has two different forms. There's a Norman Osborn uh, slash goblin deck. And then there is a straight up goblin deck, um, both each with their own schemes and cards. And it's really, really neat. Um, every villain has their own style, right? So they all pre- present a, a interesting challenge. Like Rhino is kind of a brute force in your face. He's going to deal a lot of damage. He doesn't really do a lot of clever things to you. Uh, whereas Ultron will make Ultron bots and make you sacrifice your deck and produce bots out of them. And then there's constantly minions flying around and hurting you. And um, really neat, man. It's, it's great. Um, I have I recommended to everybody who will sit down and listen, just like I did KeyForge, uh, and while I still do with KeyForge, um, the base set comes with Black Panther, Spider-Man, Captain America, She-Hulk, and who am I missing? Iron Man. Um, and then there are two expansions out right now for Miss Marvel and Captain America. And I have all of that. Uh, I think on the horizon we've got the Wrecking Crew. Uh, villain scheme coming out right now which i can't wait for i love the wrecking crew Um, i love that we're seeing some of these um you know lesser bad guys so to speak the street level bad guys um take a bigger shine in a marvel product um it seems like we've been focused on thanos now for ever um and don't get me wrong i love the character and i love that the whole cosmic thing there but it's cool to get back to something a bit more relatable (laughs) relatable is what i just said talking about a comic book property yikes scumbag right here that's what i am a scumbag (laughs) oh man anyway the game's really cool um split into two phases you have um, your player's face where you play all the cards you can do as much damage or thwart as much as you can and then the villain goes and just completely ruins you for the next turn um, really really solid I think the, I think the base game is 50 bucks worth every penny and then each expansions 15 to 20 bucks um, and they're planning on monthly content and they've got, They've got Wrecking Crew announced, and a Thor has been announced as a character coming. Um, And there was one more I was stoked on that I heard about. But I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. Anyway, Anyway, check it out. It's a Fantasy Flight game. Uh, The game is called Marvel Champions, the living card game. And it is... um, Or maybe it's just Marvel Champions, the card game, now that I think about the name. But it is an LCG format. Uh, monthly releases hopefully it keeps going throughout the year um, and beyond I'm excited about what's coming um, it's a great game for solo gamers uh, which is a big plus for me and it scales really nicely I've played two players a ton uh, three players quite a bit and four players twice and um, it's it's just great It's a, for a co-op challenge game that you can scale up difficulty on it's just it constantly has me thinking about it and wanting to go back to it which is just a big, big plus. Um, So check it out. Let me know if you like it. Hit me up on Twitter, at Let's Level Up. We'll talk about it. Um, I've been talking to people about it since it came out, about deck ideas. Oh, the cool thing about also, sorry, each of the expansion pack comes with other cards that you can then build into your other existing decks. So you build a 50-card deck, um, or at least 50 cards, and you can't have any more of three of a single card in there. And then if it's a unique card, you can only have one of them. Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of cool things you can do, and the game is going to constantly, like most living card games, expand its complexity, and you're going to be able to have more choices and more more decisions to make during the the, the deck building process. Um, uh, they're just going to be very rewarding down the line if that's what you're into. If not, just play the printed decks, and you don't have to worry about any deck building. You're still going to have a great time. That's Marvel Champions. Again, been obsessing about it for a month now since I got it, and I can't wait to play it again. I'm probably going to play Goblin a couple times tonight. Um, The other game I've been playing a ton of is Marvel Crisis Protocol, and that is the Atomic Mass Miniatures game, and one sec. Sorry, I had to reach into my my mini-fridge, and, uh, excuse me, this is going to be obnoxious. Gross. And pull out something to drink really quick. Um, it is an Atomic Mass Miniatures-based game. Uh, excuse me, Atomic Mass Games, Minis game, uh, based in the Marvel Universe. Um, the base set comes with 10 figures and some terrain. And it's, I think it's $70, $80. Bucks. Um, I've tried, I don't know how many times in my history of gaming, to get into Minis Wargaming. For whatever reason, it just doesn't happen, and I've bought a bunch. I've got, I've got Walking Dead: No Sanctuary looking right in front of me. I've got, um, oh, that's not really a war game. Sorry, um, they have another war game though. Uh, Star Wars Legion, X Wing. Um, I played the Fallout game, uh, the Mini's war game. Uh, I've I've seen so many demos of Warhammer and things like that. And it's awesome. That hobby is so impressive. The sub-hobbies that get involved, the terrain making, the painting, everything that gets in there. Um, But it's always been too expensive and just so daunting to try to start. Um, You know, and then flash forward to things like X-Wing and uh, pre-painted figures, a great system, huge community. It's very attractive. I got it, played a few games. It was fun. Uh, but you know, for whatever reason, I didn't go back to it a bunch. Star Wars Legion, I assembled all the figures. I painted, I think, Luke and Darth Vader from the main sets. And then I I didn't touch it, ever. Played a game with it. Um, Marvel Crisis Protocol, I I went back and forth. I had it in my cart. <laughs> online. I had, it, I had it in my online cart probably ten different times. And would take it out. And then would go back to it and take it out. And I just I don't know I didn't want it to end up on my shelf and never get played so I made a, I made a vow that if I got it I would play it um, so I got the the game within the first I got the game <laughs> the Modok expansion and the Hulk expansion because I am me and um, I assembled all the figures and painted all the figures with that that weekend I got it and then that following Monday played my first game with my son and he um, just decimated me Uh, and then we've gone back and played twice now and he has beaten me every single time uh but the game itself is really cool you pick a um one of two different types of victory conditions or or ways to get points um and you can either wipe out the enemy team or more likely what's going to happen is that you can uh win via uh, objective points and the objective points can be um one of the things that the game is going to continue to grow as the types of conditions and objectives that each game system will have, uh, we, each expansion that comes out. Uh, it's not just a figure; you're getting new cards and abilities and things along the way. Um, for instance, there's a uh, interact with an extremist or uh, capture and hold extremists consoles uh, for extremists three point um, zero. There's a uh, find a scroll right, and there's a bunch of like innocent civilian tokens around, and there's a chance one of them is a scroll. Uh, so you have to go and interact with them. Um, there is a, a gather cosmic cube shards, you know, around the map. Um, and they'll do damage to you if you hold them. But the as longer as you hold them, the more victory points you get kind of thing. Really neat. Each one of those cards comes with a, a number. Um, so basically at the beginning of the game, you... Um, I'm, I'm blanking on the types of cards right now, but there's red and blue. Uh, one of them is an extraction, and one of them I think is a search... I think is the name there, um, you shuffle one of those decks, you deal two to yourself, you pick one to play, it has a army cost basically on it and that's the squad that you can bring in, the size of your squad. And then each character has a point value, so you go up to your point value and then you're able to play the game from that point on. Um, and then it's pretty much standard, there's, there's range rulers, there's movement rulers, um, the terrain is all destructible, So, like, Hulk can pick up a building and just chunk it at somebody and deal damage to them. Um, Each hero gets an energy resource to use uh, printed abilities on their cards. Um, They also have, like, when they take their damage equal to whatever their health is, they flip over their card to a wounded side and things may change. Like, Captain America, for instance, gets the I can do this all day trait. Um, Where now, if he rolls a blank on his defense die, they count as successes. Um, It's just really neat how much thought uh, in how each character has their own little mini-systems built into the game. Um, So right now I've got... uh, I went ahead and ended up buying the Black Panther and uh, Killmonger set. I haven't played with those two, but I have them assembled and painted. And I just finished painting the last bit of my terrain. So I have all the terrain, all the rulers... Everything is painted or has some paint on it. And, again, I'm a novice painter. I don't I don't claim to be anything but. Um, but it looks pretty cool, man. I'll tell you that. It looks really rad. And it just adds a lot of depth to the game. So now I'm thinking about building a little, um, like, base board for it. Um, it's a 3x3 three three play surface. And I wanted to get a folding board or something that I could just roll out and basically be able to take it anywhere and play. Uh, no matter what, what table size it could be. Um, so looking to do something like that. But that, that's going to be a project that will last me, I don't know, a c- couple weeks probably before I get something else to share. And I'll make sure to post lots of pics on my Instagram, uh, which is what I've been doing there. Uh, but those two those two tabletop games have been dominating my, my tabletop experience lately. And uh, I never thought there would be a really solid Marvel game. Um let alone two different kinds of games um, at the same time that grab my attention, like these two have. Uh, if you're playing them, let me know what you think. Um, I really, really, really enjoy both. I can't wait to play either one. Uh, I know I'm going to play some champions tonight. I may do some crisis protocol with my son. Um, he's got a little, actually, he's gotten the painting bug himself. So for Christmas, he got Wizards Wanted and we just went and primed his figures. Um, So he's going to do some painting there. So I may not have a miniatures buddy to paint tonight. Um, But definitely Champions. I can do that solo. I can do that with anybody. And Champions is a game I think is easy to teach as well, which is really cool. I think some some of the strategy may get lost on not necessarily a novice gamer, but somebody who feels a little daunted by a lot of rules because there's a lot of um, situational rules that can pop up like knowing when you can throw a terrain and does it count as an action yada yada Um, but picking up a building with Hulk and slamming it <laughs> into uh, Baron Zemo one of the most satisfying experiences and then picking Baron Zemo up and then throwing him into MODOK is just so cool I mean it's just really really a fun way to, to just I don't know. Have fun. It's cool. Um, the game feels pretty balanced, too. Uh, again, you're building your own squads. So you can mix and match heroes and villains uh, in Crisis Protocol. So you can literally have Red Skull, Hulk, Black Widow, and Black Panther on the same team against Captain America and Dr. Octopus and Spider Man and Modoc. Um, it's just neat. Neat how the systems work, and they've got a ton of expansions already announced for it. Uh, Venom is coming out next. Um, I th- actually, I think Oraye and Shuri are going to come out, and then Venom, or maybe they're being released at the same time. There's a new terrain pack. There's two new, new terrain packs they've announced. One is like a bigger truck variant, like an Oscorp tanker truck, and uh, I forget the other type of truck. So, two trucks. And then there's a, um, I think an alien terrain uh, uh, set coming out as well. So if you wanted to get like more of an alien planet feel rather than just the urban city feel, um, I don't know if I'm too interested in the rest of those. The one can, I think the one terrain thing I would would make a caveat for is if I can get a Savage Lands terrain and more X Men figs. I gotta get an X Men set going. I don't know if they'll do a bigger expansion in the future. To include some of the X-Men and people like Magneto or Sabretooth. Some of the Brotherhood. A five-on-five Brotherhood versus X-Men expansion in the future. Oh my goodness. Who would I put in? Brotherhood first because you can you can pretty easily pick five Brotherhood people. But, let's say this. I'd do Magneto. I would do Blob. Um... Pyro, Mystique, those four. I was going to say Quicksilver or Scarlet Witch. But, because I've already said Savage Lands. Oh, you know what? No, I'm not going to say Sauron. I will say Mr. Sinister, though. So, it's not a full brotherhood. It's Mr. Sinister, Magneto, Mystique, Blob, and Pyro. Those five villains versus... Uh, Wolverine Cyclops Jean gray storm oh my gosh how do you get how do you get down to a fifth I'm gonna pull Jean out I'm sorry I'm sorry maybe she could be a phoenix in hand uh, or stand alone later 20 point creature or whatever let's do psych Wolverine. Storm. Gambit. And Sightlock. Those would be the five... Those would be the five heroes that have against those five villains. in a core set. 80 bucks. Give me some... some. I don't know. Danger Room terrain. Savage Lands terrain. I don't know. We've had so much Avengers in the MCU because MCU's been so great. Um, and I don't know if the licensing is any different because I believe Disney... I don't know how much Fox is involved in, like licensing of toys, or whatever. I don't have any idea how any of that works. Um, but dang, I'd love to see more X-Men related things out there in the world because, you know, when I was a kid, X-Men was the big I mean, it was the biggest cartoon as a kid for me. It was huge. Uh, followed closely by the Spider-Man cartoon, animated series, whatever. And the stories in X-Men have just been so good. I mean, just just some of the best comic books ever made are X-Men books. And it's hard to dispute that. I mean, God Love Man Kills is, I don't know, probably my favorite comic book ever. It's just so powerful. And X-Men have so many just super serious real-world problems that they have tried to be a voice about. I mean the whole plague thing in, in, in the AIDS crisis in, in the in the 80s and 70s, huge. To me, it was huge. It made me and and, and when I was a kid, I realized that there was there was this, we're not talking about these characters. We're talking about real people, right? And real problems. Um, the whole the whole mutant liberation front and, and sentinels and all the all that, you know, it was a, clearly an allegory. Clearly, it wasn't talking about that. It was talking about racism and how evil it was. And they did that in a way that seemed silly and had cool explosions, kept kids' interest. But, man, I don't know. It's an important, a very important comic series for me. And uh, I really want, I don't know, I want to see it happen. And I want to see Spider-Man and Wolvie together, you know? I want to see. I want to see Hulk throw Wolverine through an Ultron bot. That'd be sick. Anyway, so that's what's going on with me right now in the world of gaming. Uh, first podcast back. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, I am going to. I was trying to do an every Friday thing, but I think that cadence has gotten just a little too. Uh, It's a little too hard to stick to that, and um, I don't want to produce a podcast without really having anything to say. And this one, sorry if it felt a bit rambly, I did it off the cuff. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, Um, but if not, again, I'm always open to feedback. Hit me up on Twitter, or Instagram, or Facebook. All the information is available at our website, letslevelup.net. Uh, also you can hit us up on Patreon if you care to help support our channel on YouTube or this podcast, or just my ventures in gaming at all at patreon.com forward slash let's level up again, that is on our uh, website as well, as well as some, uh, I think we've got some older out of date merch. I'm working on updating our logo, um, for some streams and things, uh, in the future. Um, so excited about that and uh, really really excited about this year man. there's a lot of cool games coming out Uh, I think I'm good uh, on Crisis Protocol and Marvel Champions expansions for the rest of the year uh, whilst whilst going on this bit of a workout journey so um, if you want to see follow me on any of that or if you want to share your own stories about times that you felt like a little defeated uh, let me know I'd really love to hear from you hit me up until next time, thank you so much and if you haven't heard it today, this week, this month, or even this year, you, that's right, the person listening to this terribly awful voice, you're awesome. I hope no one ever makes you feel different, including yourself. And if you ever need anybody, all you need to do is reach out. Any time of day, I'm here for you. Love you. Thank you, and game on.